your marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. All right, welcome to the Legendary Marriage Podcast, Season 1, Episode 11, A Shot Across the Bow. Today we're talking about those moments in a marriage when we are forced to make a defiant decision that changes the course of where we're going. Enjoy. So we're heading into the Christmas season. We've got Advent Sunday underway today. And what? Yeah. Well, this week was the first week of Advent. Well, and the it was the sun- theme of hope. The Sunday is the first official day, though. Yeah, last Sunday was the first. Oh, I thought it was this one. No. Oh, you're right. I'm not down with my calendars lately. I grew up Catholic, girl. I know my Advent. <laughs> not really. Don't question I, you. I, I had to look it up. Did you? Yeah. Mm, that wouldn't bode well in your catechism class, I don't think. Mm. I could tell you, did I ever tell you the story about how I, I made a paper mache fake arm and took it to my catechism class? For what reason? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? What, was that an assignment or? No, no, just for fun. And how did that go over? I, I spent a lot of time out in the hallway. Oh, honey. Well, anyway, so we were talking about, so going into the Christmas season, I don't know what the paper mache arm has to do with that, but tonight we were on a mission to find the girls the good Christmas movies for them to watch. Oh, yeah. We know. The Grinch. We are, we are cord cutters, so we don't have satellite or cable TV in or anything right now. And um, Netflix so, and Hulu just have the cheese ball. Oh my gosh! Like movies. all the like weird, busy executive people dating Christmas kinds of movies. <laughs> and dogs. There's a lot yeah. of dog Christmas movies. Yeah. Do you remember the Jenny McCarthy one where she was Santa's daughter? Maybe. Santa baby. Santa baby. Yeah, and there was like three of them. There were, like, yeah. She yeah. was only in the first or second one, I think. Yeah, but it was cute. It but was anyways, cute. so it was su- just like for the record, it was surprisingly better than I expected it to be. Yeah, I like Jenny McCarthy anyway. Singled out. Remember that show? I remember that it existed. I don't think I ever really watched it. Come on. Nope. That, that was, was like you. A, that was all you, babe. That was like a staple of growing up and. <laughs> The 90s or whenever we yeah, grew so up. Yeah, so it was Beavis and Butthead, and I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so moving on. Um, so this week, yesterday, I had a cold. I had a bad cold. So if my voice sounds super sexy, you know why. Yeah. Do you think it sounds super sexy? Uh, I think your voice always sounds super sexy. Well, I'm drinking hot tea, and I had to chug some honey before this. So. Oh, hot tea. <laughs> honey. Extra sticky. Whoa. <laughs> you should have seen the face that he that she just made across the mm-hmm. desk at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I want to get the update on your challenge that we issued last week. 
Yeah, yeah. So last week, if you hadn't have if you haven't heard last week's episode, we challenged each other to a couple things, um, and mine were uh, to do a a hike, a little adventure, a little adventure, a little hike out on the trail by our house, and to um, cut out sugar, cut out sugar, and for me, that's. Stuff like all the cookies and pies and cakes and ice creams and custards and frozen things and and just all of that craziness. And um, you're doing about eighty five percent. Yeah, yeah. Like I've replaced <laughs> I've replaced ice cream with um, Faye unflavored Greek yogurt. Yeah, with a little bit good. of honey in it. I toss a few chocolate chips in there. She's like, "That's sugar." No, it's chocolate. It's chocolate chips. You're shady. It's shady, but it's but, uh, but you know good. I'm I'm yeah I'm like I'm I'm the Russian Olympic team. Shady but good. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, is that? Uh, it's a and it was it was funny. I think it was Tuesday. I I was just having one of those days where I wanted to beat my head against the desk. Mm, I never have those days. And uh, I was like, <gasps> I need to go for a hike. And so I cut out of work early and I hit the trail and man, it was, it was truly, truly um, restorative. Like I came home and I'm like, all right, I'm good. I I found my center. Good. Had my time with Jesus out on the trail and awesome. it was, uh, it was really good. So thanks for challenging me to that. Yeah. So, um, so you? interesting. So you challenged me to read a book a week mm-hmm. and my 15 minute per day quiet time. And the first one, so I read a half a book. First of all, I'm not a reader reader, but I love the audiobook thing. That I love it counts. It absolutely counts. I love the audiobook thing. I feel like me sitting in one place by myself is very challenging, which is something that, you know, I can tackle. But, um, so I did a half a book and then I took, came to Justin and I was like, I'm not really liking this book. What if I quit and start another book? And I didn't feel great about that, but I wasn't really digging the book. And I have like 10 other books that I'm wanting to read. So, I'm sure y'all have had that same challenge where you're like, man, I've invested this much time into it so far. I better just finish it. But I didn't finish it and I started a new book. So I feel like if I add up the two, I've probably finished a book. Okay. So can I get an A on that one? Uh, uh, You get an A for effort. Effort? <laughs> Okay, um, and the fifteen minute thing, I only did it one day. I thought you did it too. I had counted two. Was the second I day you were faking it, weren't you? You were watching no. Netflix. I don't know. I think I just took a nap. Uh huh. Um, no, it was only one day, but it was a great day, and I want to do it again. So please challenge me to continue. Hey, Danielle. I'll continue it. I, I challenge you to. to- you- you too? To do that. You too? I, I, I oh, my challenges, the specifically, yeah, yeah. yeah continue Absolutely. Them? All right. So just moving into this whole Christmas season, man, I feel like j- jamming a, a book in too is making it even busier because Christmas yeah. is already busy. 
and we've we've just committed to some a really big project. Yeah. Yeah, yes we did. So we're and committing to doing some coaching um programs and some other things and we're trying to get things put together to roll out before the end of the year for next year and 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 just like the girls are out of their minds excited about Christmas and and neither of them decide they want to nap anymore yeah, and that's can we talk about that? I don't know, like, but it's traumatizing, seriously. It's uh I kind of lost my Lost Stuffing. my cool earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm sitting here at my desk and working, and Danielle and I are talking, and one of the girls comes in, and she just like keeps interrupting and doing stuff, and, I, and I'm like, okay, like I thought we had a few minutes to, okay, and I keep like putting, and then trying to, trying to like cram in a, a word edgewise <laughs> between uh, you engaging with her, and and finally I just I kind of snapped. I'm sorry, I. I but what what it was behind it is I'm going wait I want all of you like your attention in this to like work through this idea and <laughs> and so do they and it's it's near impossible so I'm creating stress for myself by continuing to try to engage to push through to like oh, run over bulldoze over the what's going on with you and one of, and the girls and I'm just frustrating myself in the process. And finally mm-hmm. I was like, okay, listen, I, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't, um, it, I wasn't mad at you. I, I was just like, it was more of the realization, like I need to stop this because I'm moving into resentment. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just goes back to when we were talking in episode eight about expectations, mm-hmm. you're really good about, um, checking yourself and letting me know what your expectations are. You're like, okay, hang on before I totally lose my marbles. Like my expectation is that that is you and me and none else. Yeah. And my expectation is that I can multitask and do 500 things at the same time. So it doesn't bother me. Yeah. That's a lie. You really can't like you say that. And, and uh, like, I, I mean, I love you. No, but you I are, can. You are an amazing woman, and I love. Stop! You. I don't even but, like where you're going with this. But, but um, can 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 we speak some truth here? Is this a safe space? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. Yeah, but I I have the vision in my head that I can sit there yeah. and whisper a story into my daughter's ear and listen to what you're saying and respond at the same time. Well, and just like. I was up at 4.30 this morning. The girls are bouncing out of bed at 4.30 in the morning. They, like, think, they think Santa's coming like every day or something. Yeah, I don't know. They're still adjusting to the time change. Uh-uh. I, I, I mean, I don't know. So I went to bed last night. It, I went to bed last night and I'm, and I'm going, okay, <sighs> tomorrow I typically, Danielle gets up with the girls on Saturday morning. This is your expectation. And, and so I'm thinking, okay, cool. So, uh, we wore, we ran them around yesterday really, really hard. Hopefully they'll sleep in a little bit. I'll be able to, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get up about five, five 30. I'll have my quiet time, hack away on a few projects, a little bit of work. And by 7am I'll be like, I'll have a bow on it and feeling good. Have a little jump start on the you day. You can do daddy cave time. And then we would do daddy cave time and all the fun stuff that I do with the girls on Saturday mornings. 
And that just got blown out of the water. Mm-hmm. And so my whole day was just off. So again, I apologize. I kind of lost to that shit. I get my angry but. blood up when they come in at 4.30 in the morning. It's like, oh my gosh. Seriously. Like, I have no patience for that whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I almost just want to lock our bedroom door. And have them fend for themselves and figure it out. Yeah. That that would be okay, right? Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. So, yeah, we're just, we're, it's, the, the season is upon us. And, you know, life, it feels like these weeks when, uh, it, it, leading up to Christmas, it just like the pace picks up. Work is incredibly busy. Family life is incredibly busy. Um, you know, there's there's Christmas parties coming and family gatherings and friend gatherings and, and just everything else and trying to stay on top of everything else that we're doing. And I just feel like this can be a time in the past where you and I lose track of each other. Like we start mm-hmm. missing each other. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves in the middle of those those four horsemen that the Gottman Institute talks about. Criticism, contempt, stonewalling, defensiveness. Is, and, is snippiness one of them too? Maybe. <laughs> Why? What are you trying to imply? Nothing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so it, it, I was just thinking about this, and there were 11 episodes of this podcast. This is our 11th episode. Woo-hoo! And so it, th- this whole thing is, is really young. The whole Legendary Marriage program, the whole thing that we're doing here is really young still. Yeah. And so we're like one, we're so grateful for all of you who are listening and giving feedback and subscribing and, and jumping over into the Facebook community. And just like, we have this awesome little hotbed of coals that's coming together around it. Y'all are pioneers. Yeah, absolutely. Forerunners, pioneers. Uh, and it, it They're feels, blazing the trail, the wagon trail. Yeah. It, it's, we're so grateful that we're not just kind of out here hanging alone. Mm-hmm. It can feel like we're just talking into the ether, into these microphones and, and there's more going on. It can be a little scary. Yeah. There's a, just a ton of stuff going on behind the scenes with, with our core team coming together and, and stuff that we're putting together, work uh, projects that we're putting together, and everything. So, um, we just thank you so much for the feedback, for the encouragement, for everything, and and for being a group of people who refuse to settle for an ordinary marriage, who refuse to settle for um, all those things that mark less than what you dreamt about when you got married. Yeah. Thank you for being those people. Um, and so it's just time to touch on that vision once again. When we got married and we said, I do, I feel like, were we like those happy newlywed people? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we were. But let's, let's, let, let, we'll just run through the story real quick. Okay. Like, like if you want to hear this whole story, go back, listen to episode one and I think part of two. Yeah. Um, but we met just out of high school. And uh, at working at a grocery store together, it only took There was me... a frozen pizza there. We both reached for it at the same time. What? We touched each that other's hand. That wasn't me. Oh, never mind. Continue with their story. What the? <laughs> oh, man. No, it only took me seven years to get her to say yes, to get her to say I do. 
And uh, I mean, right there when we got engaged, we were in this in this great uh, small group or community group for our, our church in our church, and uh, we got invited into this marriage study one summer, and it was just this this foundational thing for us that we go back to. I mean, constantly. Sure. And uh, so we were set up for success, really. And it was having that loving, accountable community of other couples around us that really, really was an incredible blessing, not just when we were engaged and working toward marriage, toward the wedding, but, I mean, it's been a, a, an impact in us even to this day. Oh, sure. Community is, I feel like without our, we call them family. Without our family, I don't know yeah. what we would do. That means friends and family. And friends that are like family and family friends. It's all mixed up. Yeah. So uh, then we had the best wedding ever. Sorry, y'all. I know <laughs> that you think subjectively that your weddings may have been the best ever. But uh, in all humility, ours was the best wedding ever yeah even when we had like that vo- the vocal music and our organist oh played God, okay. it like okay, okay. 10 okay. times slower oh than gosh. he was supposed to play it yeah this song literally was it, it was it was a quarter like, speed it's not a funeral dirge this dun, is a wedding <laughs> dun, 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 but besides dun, that it was great dun, dun, dun. Okay, please don't make me relive it. I have that in my nightmares. I st- yeah, I still do too. I still, every now and then I'll have a flash of that whole scene. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was amazing to be surrounded by family and friends. And, and you know, at the time I was, uh, one of my businesses was uh, making wedding videos. Like I, I had a two camera setup. We'd shoot, shoot it, edit it, put it on DVD and everything. And of course ours never happened. Yeah, that's because you put our like six-year-old nephew in charge of one no, of the cameras. No, that 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 was at the reception. That was a whole other thing. The wedding itself. It, it, he thought the on button was the off no, button, and the was, off button was the on button. <laughs> there was a section where like we gave him the camera, and he yeah just recorded a lot of the floor and yeah. like his mom's purse. Yeah, it was it was. <laughs> So we don't have any evidence. We don't have any proof, but ours was the best wedding and reception yeah. ever. Yeah, sure. And we had we had about four years, uh, four really great years. Um, and then uh, we had we hit our a bump in the road, and it was it was just this it was a, a job thing that turned into a career crisis that turned into a financial crisis that turned into a relationship crisis for us. Because um, we were just, our, our world was coming apart. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of that, the, those four horsemen that the John Gottman Institute talks about, I mean, looking back, we see it. You know, it was criticism and contempt and stonewalling and defensiveness, like a cake, like a four-layer cake with icing on top of just pure resentment. Wow, you make cake sound horrible. Is this how you're killing your sugar habit? This, this, uh, yes. <laughs> it has something to do with it's that. Evil. I'm trying to create metaphors that discourage the addictive. Good job, honey. Yeah. So um, we were just in this this cycle of of 
chewing each other up. And um, one day in the midst, in the depth of that season, there was this just desperate and divisive battle between the two of us and the atomic bomb got dropped. The idea of divorce got dropped into the room and it was, it was, it was an atomic bomb, but it was also kind of like a shot across the bow. Like the coast guard tells you to stop your boat and you don't, and they put a warning shot, 50 caliber shot across the warning shot there. Yeah. Um, and, and somehow, Somehow, and and uh, I mean, I'm going to go back and say because we had been investing in reading and being a part of groups and everything else and studying and yeah. premarital counseling and all of that. Sure. Something when that bomb went off, we went, "Whoa! Wait a minute! Wait, okay, this is messed up. This is not right." And we very quickly went, "Okay, no, not now, not ever." Yeah. We hit that place of a dis- decisive, like a defiant decision point. Yeah. Like, no, no. Right. Not now, not ever. Line in the cement. This, this, this is not us. This is not our story. This is not how it's going to go down. And good enough isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And so we started to, to craft a vision for what we wanted our marriage to be. And relearning those skills and tools and, and reconnecting to the resources that we had gotten over the years from mentors and, and, and friends and pastors and everything else. I feel like we were really challenged to dream into that vision more than we'd been challenged before. Um, because, you know, when you lose a job, when you are having a financial crisis, you feel like the world's crumbling in around you and you can't really see past it. And I feel like we really challenged ourselves to think bigger than we'd ever thought before. And that's Mm -hmm. what led us to move to Austin, Mm -hmm. moved across the country, moved across the country. I I mean, that is an incredibly challenging uh, adventure. We went through a battle with infertility. We've gone through starting a business and just the ups and downs and downs and downs and ups and and all of that. And it just as if I were to graph it out, I would say we've never hit that same low point because though the circumstances have gone up and down and been incredibly challenging, sure. who we decided to start becoming together following that vision changed the nature of the, of the ride, so to speak. Right. Um, and so along the way we figured out that there are basically four really foundational things that, that we think a legendary marriage has to have. I think, uh, number one is a community, a loving and accountable community. Guys have guys, girls have girls and the couples have other couples in their lives that they're in, that we're investing in them. They're investing in us. There are people who are both calling us forth and, and encouraging us and vice versa. Yeah. I feel like excellence in, in the marriage area does not happen in a bubble. <laughs> no, it doesn't. 
it's, you know, at Braveheart, we tell the guy, tell guys, you know, guys have this, this sense of like, oh, no, I'm going to do it on my own. And there's this lone wolf kind of a story that uh-huh. movies portray and everything else. And no, the truth of the matter is wolves go in packs. The lone sure. wolf always gets taken out. Right. Um, and that's the thing. Couples, there's just like, oh, it's our marriage isn't what we thought it was going to be. The expectations aren't me- matching the reality. And so they start to move into this place of shame and isolation and withdrawal. And they, yeah. they, they go into the house and they stare at the TV and they go to work and they come home. And they don't, they don't connect with other people. And it just, we've been in, even we've been in those seasons. Sure. Sure. And it, it's, having connection with community. And for us, it's been small groups. It's been a few really close friends. And I think for me, especially like when you speak that out loud in your community spaces, whether it's girls, guys, couples, um, it takes a lot of power out of those um, dark areas, those challenges that seem so insurmountable. And somebody will speak truth into that or say, you know, pray for you or, man, I've been through that or whatever. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel as scary when somebody's there to speak into it and be there with you. And it's, it's, there is a uniqueness to your, every marriage is unique because every person is unique. Every couple is unique. So the experience, the challenge or the, the, the up or the down, wherever it is, it is unique. And yet there is this huge commonality that, that happens in the nature of marriage that it just, it it makes a difference to know that other people are in it with you, not to fix and offer advice and tell you what to do and all that, but just, just to, to know. Mm-hmm. To, to know them and be known by them. So then the second really core thing that makes a marriage legendary, we think is a vision. Yeah. You got to set forth where you're going. Cause otherwise I feel like you're just kind of becoming a victim of circumstance or just whatever happens happens or we'll go with the flow. And, you know, if you don't put intentionality into it, you don't put energy into it, Mm -hmm. then it can just kind of, uh, you know, it's fizzling. It's ordinary. It's whatever. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's nothing too bad or maybe there is. Um, But if you set a vision for, look, this is who we're going to be. And if we're doing something that doesn't match up with that, uh, then we're off track and we're not doing it right. We need to correct course here. The truth of the matter is I have never met a couple who said, you know, I don't really want to take my marriage seriously. You know, we're going to get married and it'll be fine. It's not a big deal. Every couple I've ever worked with or known has had big expectations, big hopes and a big desire for their marriage. But somehow we, we just fall into the rhythm of life mm-hmm. up and to work and home and dinner and kids go here and this goes that way. And, and, and we, when we lose track of that vision, the wheels yeah. start to come off and those four horsemen start to come in. Jeez. And it doesn't look like a cake and it doesn't taste like one either. No, no, it does not taste like cake. Could really go for some cake about now. No, no cake. So <laughs> none for you. So the third point is is what we are kind of calling a defiant decision point. 
Mm-hmm. For us, it was when that that A bomb went off in our bedroom. The D bomb. The D bomb went off. <laughs> that sounds really weird or dirty or I don't know. What? The D bomb. I don't know it. Let's keep it. Anyway, I don't know what's dirty about it, but anyway, uh, we had that moment. We're like, wait a minute, no, not now, not ever. Right. We will find a way over, around, or through anything. Period. Amen. End of story. Like there has to be a, this point that, that where we make a defiant decision. And I say defiant because the, just the drift of life, the drift of culture, the drift of the world, the drift of our, of our egos and everything else. You have to defy it. You have to go against. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to lead us to isolation and withdrawal and bitterness and shame and all those things. Honey, I want to say this as a, the highest compliment that you can take it as. You are one of the most defiant people I know. No, I'm not. <laughs> and I love that about you. You Thank challenge you. me to be more defiant every day, and I love it. Somehow I feel like I'm the butt of a joke in this comment. No. No. All right, fine. No, right. I love it. All right, I'll receive that. Um, so the fourth piece then is is where so many programs, marriage programs and things start. Mm-hmm. And that's with skills and tools and resources, important, essential, like absolutely learning things like personalities and values and emotional needs. And we got a bag full of that stuff. All of that stuff is essential. But unless you have a community around you that know you, that inspire you and call you forth and challenge you to, to live out your highest dream for your marriage, live out God's highest dream for your marriage, unless you have a vision of where, where you're headed there mm-hmm. and, and a decision, a commitment to not settle. All those tools and resources are just like books on a shelf. I thought you were going to say a fart in the wind. Uh, you could say that. You, 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 you could. Yes. You, okay. You um, say that a lot. I can't believe you didn't I say do, it. I do. <laughs> uh, you said it. So there we go. You know what? The defiant decision thing. I, I'm just thinking maybe our listeners and I might think like, isn't that what we did when we said I do is we like said, this is our person. Like mm-hmm. this is who we're going to fight for in a way. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. But you need a refresher moment. <laughs> yeah. In a way, getting married is a def- is an act of defiance. Mm. Continue. Um I I that'll be an that'll be a, a topic for another another time. Yeah. Yeah. You I don't, don't want to get too far off track. It is an act of defiance though. Right? You're saying you're staying you're standing up and saying, you know what? I'm going to find a way I'm choosing to com- make this commitment, mm-hmm. this covenant to another person. We're going to find a way to do it. And because there's the, the ego, the self says, Hey, I'm in it for me. And I just, I just want to do what I want to do, go where I want to go, eat what I want to eat, so on and so forth. And there's an act of defiance that says two people are going to become one. Right. Are you in? Yeah, it is an act of defiance, yeah. and I think and I think th- those de- those defiant decision points 
uh, there's more than one of them. Oh, sure. I think they have to come along where we go back to that thing. So wait, no, no, no. We said not now, not ever. You know what? There's not necessarily just one shot across the bow. Some no. people have, may have, and it may not be, a, you know, the D-bomb, you know, it may not be an affair. It may not be, maybe it's just, hey, you feel like, you know, you're not ever going on a date night anymore. The romance is, is fizzled out or whatever. And you're like, no, no, we're getting in that bedroom and we're getting freaky until this weekend is over. Get the sex swing out. Where is ours? Somebody borrowed it. That's just wrong. Why would somebody <laughs> borrow it? Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. You know, I think th- if there's a fifth thing, uh, I'm thinking of this now, and it's, it's really, it, it goes underneath the whole thing. It's, it's, it's foundational to the foundational. And it's just tenacity. It's, it's that willingness to go say, I will find a way. We will find a way to go over, around, or through anything that challenges our marriage, that threatens our relationship. We will find a way. I think it's the rebar to the foundation. It's the rebar. <laughs> Tena- tenacity is the rebar. So, you know, honestly, maybe you are, you have a great marriage and you're listening to this podcast be, and you're, you're following us because you know that, that it doesn't stop with I do. You know that you need to continually be sharpening the saw, so to speak, mm-hmm. that you want to continually be growing and finding new ways to build intimacy and creativity and adventure and fun and all of that into your relationship. Fantastic. Our prayer, our desire, our hope, our every effort is, is toward that end, to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. Maybe you, uh, you're somewhere in the middle and you've had a recent shot across the bow. Sure. Maybe there's been a wake-up call, a health scare or a, a, a rela- some dissonance in the relationship. Maybe there's some bitterness resentment, maybe there's some contempt, criticism, stonewalling, defensiveness happening. Maybe you're feeling really alone in your marriage right now. I want to challenge you to go back to finding a few people who you can trust, who will support you, who will encourage you, who will, who will um, stand with you. You'll find those people in, in our Facebook group, in the Legendary Marriage Facebook group. People who will come around you and say, we've got your back. Um, start, start dreaming again about what you want out of your marriage, mm-hmm. what you want it to be, and, and come back to, a dis, to another defiant decision point to say, I'm, I'm going to fight for this. And then read the books and do the, do the workshops and, and study the courses and, and invest, listen to the podcasts and invest in the tools and skills and resources that are going to help you build a legendary marriage. And lastly, maybe you're somebody who's in a crisis point in your marriage right now. And if so, our hearts absolutely go out to you and we will pray and we will stand with you as best we can and we want to challenge you to, to reach out. Like, 
you can you can get a hold of us at Danielle and Justin at legendarymarriage.com. Um, we we've got some great counseling partners and pastor pastoral partners who who can offer you resources and, and help in ways that we can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and and keep tuning in, keep listening, keep holding faith and hope. Um, that that there is a restoration possible. Sure. Some kind of restoration is always possible. So that's... That's what we have. That's the soapbox there, I guess. Wow, honey. Let, let me get down off the soapbox. Oh, geez. Okay, I'm down. Wow, you're, a lot, gotta, sh- you're a lot shorter. I got to adjust the mic. <laughs> okay, here we go. There we go. Um... So that's what we got for you today. Uh, just a couple issues of housekeeping. Like again, thank you so much for subscribing and and uh, rating and reviewing the show. It's, we're getting some great feedback, emails mm-hmm. and and phone calls and texts and things like that that are just really really encouraging. Um, really soon, the website's actually going to go live. Yay! <laughs> it's 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 it's. It's 99.9% there, and we've got a little treat. There is a uh, what we call the 4x4 Legendary Marriage Challenge Yeah, that we're going to be putting out there um, it, probably this week. Yeah. I'm going to boldly say this week, by the end of this week, we will have it out there and the site live. And just a little thing that I want to mention just, you know, bait the hook, little catnip in the, I don't know, what do you put catnip in? I don't know. I don't have cats. I don't even like cats. Why am I talking about catnip? I don't know, honey. Anyway, uh, the idea of something that's going to be launching next year, and it is the Legendary Marriage Academy. So uh, I know that just saying it out loud kind of... <laughs> Made me really, really nervous. Make your heart beat a little faster, yeah, honey. Yeah, made me really, really nervous. Well, that's all we have for today. Um, jump on over to Facebook and join the Legendary Marriage Group where we can continue the conversation. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary.